Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Please note, the following podcast contains adult language and sexuality and is suitable only for adult listeners. Electric acid. I need a little help. I need a lot of help, actually. I need to get back into anal sex. So don't let me let you guys leave off the show without giving me some... Some tips. Some information. Okay, show us, show us what yeah. we're working with. That's you want right. to show your <laughs> asshole? <laughs> my unwaxed asshole? Oh my um, no. I'm your host, Yvette Lopez. I'm a former Playboy Maxim and FHM model. Currently, I'm a singer, compassionate healer, and an entrepreneur in wellness and fashion. Welcome to our show. Hi, I'm Ida Lopez, and you're listening to Bodacious Minds. I'm here with Megan Kane. Hey, Megan. Hey, girl. I know it sounds a little fake on. Hey, Megan. Hey. <laughs> we got to get our juices flowing. We have a good right. show for you guys. So, Megan, last time you and I talked, we did a sex challenge, right? You and I, we were going to exchange sex fantasies uh, from uh, my head to your bed. <laughs> yes, exactly. We were going to like give each other some ideas, like what I personally like. I was going to ask, like, see if you liked it, see if you could try it with your man and then vice versa. Yeah. Well, did I give you one? You know, it's been a minute. I, I no, no, one. not yet. But I oh, I wow. thought about it earlier today. So I'll, I can go first. I like that I'm in your thoughts throughout the day. Sexually. Oh, girl, you're, you're always in my thoughts. You know this. <laughs> <laughs> I love so what like is it? What is years. it, Megan? Okay. So this is what I was thinking. Personally, you know, I'm an outdoors woman. I love being outside, hiking in nature. It's like my element. And I was thinking it would be fun to do something outside, like where you may or may not be caught. So, for example, I love like hiking to an extreme location, like a cliff, you know, like we did Hanging Rock, for example. And I gave my husband a blowjob at the top of that rock. And it was Love really it. fun because, Love it. But because he's so vanilla. So he was like, oh my God, someone's going to come up. There could be kids hiking, like all this stuff. And I was like, hold on your pants. We got this. Yeah. Um, we have to make it like an event. You know, you hike somewhere or you get somewhere and then that's like your reward. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me know. The only thing I got to tell you is my husband is, his cum is, there's too much. So don't, I'm, I'm begging you not to ask me to like suck his dick till he comes because I will fucking throw up. You know, it's so much calm. I cannot hang at all. Like when I was drinking and whatnot and had that kind of sex with him, I swallowed a couple of times. And then when I was like, I'm not going to drink for a while, I could, I can't do it. I even told him, I was like, I, I really, it's like having 50 loogies in my mouth. It's disgusting. <laughs> you can eat for days. Oh, you know, you can spit it out. That is not part of the requirement. We just okay. want you to do something in nature where it's a little bit like risque. I know we had, we did it recently um, in an outside hot tub, but it was like in a resort, you know, well, it was like yeah. little cabins and um, it was really fun. But I like to do anything outside because it kind of gets my, gets my juices going. I kinda, I'm, I'm ready to hear what you got going on because I'm pretty fucking freaky deaky and I don't know if you can give me something that I haven't 
done before. So this is going to be a real challenge for you, girlfriend. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Bring it on, girl. Bring it on. I'm ready. I'm All right, ready so tell willing. me. Tell me what it is. <laughs> So that was that was for you. That's what I want you oh, to do. You want, want me to go and fuck at the top at, at, on or, a mountain? You know, or at someone's like, let's say you go to a Fourth of July party, like at in their bathroom, like just something where it's like you're not supposed to do it, and you could get caught, and it's naughty. You know, oh, something to kind of like make you feel like we got to do it fast, kind of like having sex on a plane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but you know I what need I mean? Like that. on a commercial flight, like something I like that, that, where you're like, I've done that. So my <laughs> husband's still on the no pussy plan. You know, I had that my surgery. surgery yeah and mm-hmm. so uh, it's been like six months since my husband has been down there at all the poor guy so yeah I need something a little uh, exciting and I need a little push so this will be really good for me so I, I take on your challenge Megan Kane yay I'm and excited to, to hear about where you where you guys do it and what the experience is how long it lasts and how much he comes I want, I want to see how long <laughs> I last I've been so fucking horny I'm thinking about all kinds of things I can do to myself and uh but the doctor told me there's two things. The doctor told me I can't have sex for eight weeks. And so that just added on another month and a half to our oh six God. months. Uh, and then my rabbi, my rabbi told me to do 40 days of no thinking of sex, talking about sex, apologizing because I can't have sex, you know. And it's I just, might be converting. I might. I, I might. I'm telling you, I know, right? So then you do this thing for 40 days and then you fuck like rabbits for two weeks. And then you go back oh, to 40 fine. days of nothing. And so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit, you know, I'm, I'm hesitant because I'm so ready to fuck like a rabbit. But I think after two weeks, I'm going to be, you know, done and I'll be ready for another hiatus in the, in the sex program. Well, I want to hear about that more. I want to hear how it how it works out for you because I'll let you know. I mean, you know, I have been slow to get back on the horse too because of my surgery. We had this like synchronistic surgery thing. And I will say that my husband has been a giver. He has been very friendly the Yay, last few weeks. But I can't vagina. really like because I can't do a lot. You know, I'm like having to lay there like missionary. So yeah. I'm ready. I've been getting back into the groove and I'm ready to see what challenge you have for me. Ooh, so I know you're gonna come up with something creative oh you yeah are like the queen of sexy I'm gonna <laughs> tell funny, you but also I, what about it like you got you live in Florida can you go parasailing yet can you do any I want I'm gonna give you things that I've done so we can compare so parasailing. go go up parasailing with your husband <laughs> and do what you can up there either fuck blow job even a hand job hand but job. it's quite I would fun love and to do exciting that. that would be so much fun and I yeah. can do that because yeah. they do that on Clearwater Beach yeah, I'd be so down for some, you know, up in the air excitement. That's where I did it. I did it in Miami. And uh, all the, my only concern was like, where's the cum going to go? It's going to fall out of oh. me. Where's it gonna, but that's okay. Who gives a fuck about everybody else? Right? You know, the it's boat the driver gets a little cum on his head. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure to tell them to dip you in the ocean. That way in case right? you guys have sex, you know, it's a little douchey, well. a little cleaning. <laughs> yeah, tip well. I love that. Well, make it today. We have a great show and I'm really excited about this. And I appreciate you bringing on a family member, which really excites me about, you know, I've known you a long time and I know how sexual you are because it's as sexual as I am. It seems to run in the family, you know, bringing on this guest, which is Megan's cousin, shows me that, you know, this little sex things are in your family. Is it like everybody's this way? Is everybody sexual? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is what makes you good at it. Was your mom like Mm -hmm. a sexual person that you know of? I know she's a little bit of a Bible thumper, right? My mom is very sexual. She's funny. She's, she jokes a lot. Like she has a very open, like relationship with 
like us. She just talks about what she wants to talk about. See, I was raised to be very open and not, I never had to hide anything. And I have three sisters and four stepsisters. So there's a lot of women around me all the time. So I was just used to being naked and seeing women and just being free with my body and my mind. And I was never really censored, which is nice. Got it. Yeah. Do you think this is why we like women? Because I have the same way. I was raised by all women. You know, my dad wasn't around much. So it was like, I don't know, is this why I like pussy so much? I always try to like, think like, what made me look at a vagina the way I do? It's yummy, delicious, beautiful. But the thing (laughs) that I love about this, you know, you're so I've kind of given it away. So our guest is uh, a family member of Megan Keynes. And he's yeah. done some amazing things for people and, and, and continues to do amazing things. I think anybody that is in the sex work business and the sex business, it's a very healthy thing. And it gives to others in a way that I find very powerful and very spiritual when you can connect to no shame in sex, right? This is Definitely. what the whole spirituality journey that I'm on and I believe you're on is really finding no shame in the game, being open about what we want, who we want, when we want it, you know, and how we want it. And meaning it, it meaning sex. So yeah, I'm really excited to get this party started and 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 talk about you and and what our next guest has been doing and how. And then I'll put my two cents in and let you know why I like Definitely. it so much because I got some stories. Well, my cousin happens to be Mark McNamara, and he is an amazing writer, producer, director in the adult film world. And he started off in the mainstream media, mainstream film and directing and all that. And now he, and then he branched over into the porn industry in 2008. And then he started his own company, Nasty Boy Productions in 2013. Ooh. So, I mean, he is. So wait, so Nasty Boy it. Productions, it, I, I guess I can ask him, but it is poor, right? It is. He is a director, a writer, and it is not just it's not just any porn. I mean, this porn is like, I see the credits on my Facebook and I want to be there. I want to be on yes. that exotic island. I want to be on the rope with Tarzan. And I want to be, a, <laughs> I want to be a, a little girl on the pirate ship. Like I'll I, be your Jane. I'll be your Jane. You could be my Tarzan. It's all men, but I just like, I just want to be there. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, you know, t- one dick is enough for me in bed, but I like to watch. I love gay porn. Well, you know, so we don't keep them waiting too long, but I know that we have another guest that's going to be on with him. And I just kind of want to yes. see like their journey through life with doing and being in the sex industry, because, you know, mm-hmm. I, I always like to to learn a little bit more than than I think I know. I think For I know sure. everything and, and I really don't. And he's got one of his very well-known and I would say famous porn stars with him, Diego Stans who I know a lot of the listeners, if they know, if they know gay porn, they know Diego Sands. I mean, they are award-winning, you know, directors and actors. Like so award-winning these are, these are the best. They are. <laughs> they have award-winning fucking going on. So and I think we need to bring them on and get a little taste of their action. I want the juice. I want to hear, yeah, I, want, I, w- I really want to start at the beginning of their journey and just see where, how life got them here. And, and they seem happy. So if oh, they're so waiting, happy. we can ask our producers to go ahead and bring them on. And so, Megan, I'm going to let you make the introduction oh. of today's guests. We have the pleasure of having da 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 da, Megan. I am so excited. We have award-winning adult film writer, producer, and director Mark McNamara, and we have porn star Diego Sands. Yay! I'm so excited. Well, yes. welcome to the show, guy. Thank you for having us. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. I have lots of questions, you guys, and I need a little help. 
I need a lot of help, actually. I need to get back into anal sex. So don't let me let you guys leave off the show without giving me some, some tips. Some information okay, show us, tips show us what we're working with. That's you right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my unwaxed asshole. Oh my god. Um, no. So no, you guys, I'm really excited to have you guys on the show. You know, Megan and I have been friends for 20 years. I don't know if you know this about us, but she and I have grown up together sexually and emotionally. And really she's been someone in my life that I've been able to open up about my sexuality and 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 I and same thing with her. And uh when she told me that she had a cousin that was in the court business, I was like, Oh, it runs in the family. We'll start with Mark. Like, is this something that you've always wanted to do? Were you always just a sexual child, like as a child? Were, you know, how did you think of like getting into the porn business? Well, I, it, it is Megan's fault because I don't know if we've ever discussed this, Megan, but you were my very first kiss. That's right. Uh, on Anna Maria Island at my dad's house. Megan was my very first kiss. And I, I mean, it's probably uh, shameful to say, but I feel like I tricked her into kissing me because I said, oh, I have a date tonight with this girl and I, I don't know how to do it. And I don't know how old we were too, uh, too elementary. young, but elementary. yeah, elementary school. So that was yeah. my first kiss. And then with that kiss, I knew porn was my destiny. <laughs> I love it. Kissing cousins. You had to be naughty from from the get-go, right? Your first kiss yeah, had to be naughty. But to be clear, for the people out there, we aren't blood relatives. So That's the right. kissing was, you know. Even it's if not you like, were. Okay. okay. We were, we were like, <laughs> I thought we were like practicing too. So yes, Mark was my first kiss too. And Mark is, for the listeners out there, Mark is a great kisser, even for his first time. Wait, I want to <laughs> kiss Mark. I got to have that 11-year-old tongue. <laughs> the 11-year-old Yes, time. absolutely. Yeah. Wait, so I have a question for you guys. Since you Tell said me. you've opened up to her and you've you know shared your sexual life have you two ever had sex megan yeah yes we have okay good (laughs) yay i love megan's vagina it's so beautiful and her boobs and she's a great kisser and yes we had a threesome together it was so much fun Mm -hmm. So you guys did like everything together or you guys tasted downstairs she all the bits? down all, mm-hmm. I remember like it was yesterday because oh, yeah. I'm even like turned she's, on. I haven't had sex in a minute. My vagina my, my clit swollen. <laughs> I did sit on her face, but very, very, I was, I didn't like classy and pretty. I didn't just like splash. No, it wasn't my, like a plop my down. Lips it was on like your face. delicate. It was like a ballerina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> and, and she was underneath me and kicking her legs. It was so much fun. And then I, and then we switched a little bit. It was the positions yeah. were kind of funny. And then the guy yeah. was there and there's a lot of finger banging and titty sucking. And then I <laughs> needed to grab a cocktail. So I left and then left them alone. And that was it. <laughs> there you go. Romance. So we definitely, we explored a little, you know, a little, a lot, whatever. <laughs> yeah. The first, the first time I met Megan, I went over, I was renting from her dad and he, I saw this hot chick outside gardening, big titties, beautiful hair. And I ran outside. I was like, I got to know this girl. And so I went and introduced myself and we became friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, hi. And we just, you know, became friends. And she invited me over to her apartment. Her dad let me move into the apartment. We always had an apartment next to each other, Megan. We did, did, you, yes. did you realize that? I yeah, we had. It's kind of like a little Melrose place. We lived in a 12-unit complex and then we moved to a nine-unit complex. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I went over to her house and I laid down in her loft and a I was like, ooh, what's that on my face? It was this big fucking dildo <laughs> that hadn't been washed. <laughs> how know, how did you know it again. hadn't been washed? What was been on it that I let you know? Pussy, it was like, 
cup. Like it was like crusty. It was not a crusty dildo. I'm telling you. I know hey. because sometimes I forget to I was young. It was a busy weekend, okay? Or run it through the dishwasher at least. <laughs> so I was like, oh Megan, my you God. put these things away. I was holding it like a child. Look, I'm even showing you guys. For those of you that can't see, I'm like holding like a baby in my hand. Because it was that big. And I was like, it oh, was. this girl's fun. It so was- this is like when everything started. It was called the rabbit. Well, it was unwashed. It could have been a child. <laughs> Make things <laughs> up. One day. Oh, my God. Same thing later. Was it rotten? Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, you guys, so you got into porn at what age? Like, what? what when did you start, like, really getting, were you a porn actor? Did you go right into directing? Me? No, no, I wasn't an actor. No, my career would have been cut very short if I tried to do that. No, I when I first got into the biz, I worked on the mainstream side, but just like as a PA for a VH1 reality show, a couple of movies. And then in 2008, someone asked me to write a porn. So I wrote it and then they said, will you direct it? And I uh, said, I'll direct the story part. And so I directed the story and someone else directed the sex because I had never been on a porn set at that point. So Mm -hmm. I didn't, you don't, you know how to, I didn't know how to direct porn. So then it just evolved over the years of directing the sex as well and doing the whole thing. How exciting. Was it like, was it a turn on to be on the set? And like, did you like you said, you were writing, was it your fantasies or were you just kind of like watching porn to get ideas? I think the, the a good reason why I've been successful is that it was it's not a turn on. The set is something that you kind of approach as a business standpoint and looking at it as art or creativity. You know, I'm not sitting there with a, a raging heart on filming <laughs> that that's never been the case. So, yeah, no, it, it was more just like excited to tell a story. and. I don't I my favorite thing is not just to do a, a porn with just sex. I don't really love doing that. I like the story stuff. I like the action, the, mm-hmm. the adventure. Um, That's the kind of porn I like to watch, too. Story is it? Yeah. yeah, most people say, oh, I fast forward to that. But mm-hmm. then that's the story stuff mm-hmm. is the ones that sell in studio porn, at least. Definitely. So, yeah, I'm glad to hear that your crusty dildo is like in the story <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I do. And, you know, coming from a woman with a, with a crusty dildo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I watched the credits because you post the credits on Facebook and I, I watch them on YouTube or wherever you post credits. And let me tell you, seeing Diego as Tarzan. <sighs> I wanted to be on that rope. I wanted to be on that I, island. You had a I, I wanted to just watch from the bushes. For those of you that can't see, Diego has a, a, a bandage on. And right away, I was like, ooh, Tarzan. He's like, got the <laughs> rope. I started to go and He definitely my hurt his fantasy. arm on the rope. That's for sure. I mean, looking at him, he is definitely Tarzan. <laughs> so wait a second. So, like, so Diego, you guys, you and Mark used to date, correct? We did. Now, did you guys meet on set or was it before? Or? Well, actually, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we met off of Grinder. <laughs> I wow. won't hold back. Yeah, and, that's amazing. Um, no, oh, no, no, you just wait. <laughs> and the story was, hey, do you want to come over? And I was just like, well, I can't host, but there's a laundry room downstairs. <laughs> oh, I love this. <laughs> I love so it. that clean. was the first time. Then later I had a friend of mine. I was still shooting with Randy Blue Studios back in Los Angeles. But I had just recently moved to New York and I had asked him if he knew anyone that directed in New York. So I didn't have to make the trip back to L.A. And he put me in touch with Mark. 
Then turned out that the first shoot that we did, he was like telling the Rusty, which is our crew, like, that's the guy I met at the laundry room. <laughs> I had him in oh the laundry God. room. I love that. That is amazing. That. So you guys, so you guys hooked up before and then you were hooked up through the entertainment industry. And then when you saw each other at set on set or something, you realized, oh my gosh, that's the I had not realized. And then he realized. And it wasn't until we were in um two years later of a gestation. Few years later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. We were, we were having dinner in the Bahamas and Mark just decided to let everyone know. I was like, well, you suck my dick in the laundry room. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> That's <laughs> all fucking funny. came rushing back to me. I was like, you were the guy. <laughs> you were the guy from the laundry room. So wait, that Mark, you took, it took you how long to say anything? Two years. Because oh we God. worked, we had met in the laundry room on, you know, it was a gentle cycle. And then two, <laughs> two years later, he came on set. So it had been two years since we had did the wash and fold. So we had worked, we were working together at this point. So I wasn't going to cross that line and say anything yeah. and make him uncomfortable on set. So we had grown a great friendship over those two years of working together so much so that we went on vacation together with a bunch of friends in the Bahamas. And then that's when it kind of all came out. And me and Diego were sharing a room together. And mm. apparently he had to go to the bathroom every morning to jerk off. <laughs> I, just did. Sexy. I, I just love that. I love that. That's amazing. Well, that's a good... I'd be going to the yeah, I'm masturbating 24-7 if I had one of you guys in my bed. Jesus. So wait, wait. So you guys, so then you guys started dating after the fact that you had told them you were the guy in the, you know, the dirty laundry, fluff and fold, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> then you guys started dating? Yeah. Well, I mean, then we went, we were in LA. Well, actually, Mark was shooting a production for uh, like his pilot and he texted me while I was in Brazil. Saying like, hey, what if you think, what would you think if we like made out at the end of the pilot? Oh. And deep down, I'm it like, was not my idea, however. It was the producer said, it was for a reality <laughs> show. Yeah. And the producer said, we want you and Diego to share our kiss. Yeah. And I had a, a crush on him and I didn't tell Hung him. Like, me. <laughs> <laughs> so then I told them, um, sure, we could do it. But then. Um, I thought it was you just you did like, not say sure we could do it you hung up on me <laughs> no oh yeah well I was going to the movies with my family I was just like uh yeah I'll let you know and then I just ran and off up. but then in LA I told him like hey I don't know like how you feel but just I mean like I have feelings for you so yeah and that's the that's how it started oh, that's I love amazing. that so do you guys feel like you know, I, I always wonder about this. I was in the sex business as a sex worker, and I know that it interfered with, interfered with me having relationships. It wasn't like an uncomfortable thing to see you guys with other men and or, your, you know what I mean, like sharing your partner. Was it more of like exciting and a turn on that your partner is like doing these amazing things for himself and his career? And, you know, what was your take on it, Mark? Like, how did you handle your boyfriend being a porn star? He was a porn star before I met him. He is just, he's very professional. When he comes on set, 
he is there to do a job. Like at the end of the day, Harrison Ford is not Indiana Jones. And at the end of the day, Diego Sanz is not a porn star. He's a human being with life and feelings. And this is what he does when he comes to work and he's very good at his job. And so why was I going to feel jealous or act in a certain way with something that that's what I signed up for? Yeah. That's no, I'd love to hear this. Yeah, it's great. It's hard to find that though. There's so much judgment in 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 life. And when you can find that person that can accept you for the things that you're doing, I think it's a beautiful thing because I found somebody who accepted me for all my dick sucking and, you know, pussy licking. <laughs> They're just not giving you enough anal. <laughs> <laughs> it's not his fault. It's not his fault. My life, I don't know what happened. I just can't. It just hurts. I don't know why. Well, you don't have a prostate. So that's something like for women to do anal, they, I think it has to be more of a mental situation because physically Mm -hmm. you don't have your G spot that a man has there. You don't have there. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know what kind of fun trick God was playing, putting it in a guy's asshole, but for women, (laughs) it's a different experience. Yeah. It used to feel good. I used to love anal sex. And then as I get older, I don't know if I overthink it or or I'm not drinking enough, but it's like, it just, I feel like it's painful. I don't know. I'm like, what the fuck? And I think, you know, and I try, I got butt plugs and I- Have you ever shit on a dick? I have. I've actually got shit on my own tooth from sucking the dick that I sat on. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, the, a, a rule of anal sex is it's, it's mind over fecal matter. So you just had to keep going. That's yeah, right. it's like, I have no embarrassments. It's just, it fucking hurts. I don't know. I used to, you know, I was younger. I drank a lot, maybe did some drugs, and it was just a blast. And then as I get older, I'm drinking less, no drugs, and I and I start to become a little bit more boring, I find. And I got to get it, though. I promise you, you guys will be the you first to You heard it here, ladies and, and gents, for anal sex, <laughs> drinking, and drugs. <laughs> <laughs> the two Ds to get the D. <laughs> That's right. Dear, loosen dear, up dear, a little. I, I got to loosen up somewhere. I we should take a trip up there to New York and he can give us some. We will. Some I'm going to be in New York in June, the first week of, oh. or two weeks of June. So I, I'm, I would love to see you guys, but I bought these. So I, my, my biggest turn on for me was watching gay porn and my, my, the gay men in my life are so fucking fine. We would go away on vacations more than once a month. And I would have them bring home guys or to the hotel room and I would lay in front of them and masturbate while I watched them fuck. It was the sexiest thing to me. And I watched gay porn for years. It was the only thing that turned me on. Not the only thing, but really, like if I was going to watch porn, I don't care to watch straight porn as much as I do either two women or two men. I would go and create my own stories with my my friends and have them bring these really hot guys. So, so maybe you just need that again. Maybe I need to introduce this into my life again. Maybe then my my asshole will percolate and, and have cravings. <laughs> That's right. You'll be right? already. I say yeah. go for it. Why not? Well, I'm I'm going to, and you guys will be the first to know when it happens. <laughs> so wait, Mark, you do something. This is really cool. So you have a party in Fire Island, right? It's a. It, can you tell me a little bit about this party? Like, yeah. Is it, just for for porn stars can we join can we go 
Absolutely. We've had we've had women there before. In fact, so it's it's been going on for eight years. Obviously, we didn't do it last summer because of the pandemic. I believe we're going to try to do it work within the limitations. So it's safe for everyone to do a version of it this summer. But yeah, it's kind of uh, it's a game show at this point that we we go out there with three porn stars. We play games. But yeah, we bring we bring women that a woman who had never seen anal sex before came two summers ago and she was so excited. Her name was Molly. Molly, if you're listening, she was so excited to see gay sex. She had never seen anal before. So I gave her a dildo and not a crusty one, a new one. And she <laughs> she fucked them, fucked one of the models with the dildo. And the whole time I gave her a mic so she could talk about it. And she was just saying, oh, my God, thank you so much. Does this feel good? Oh, you're doing so good, sweetie. And she's just <laughs> fucking him. Bo Banks. She's just fucking Bo Banks with this dildo. So yeah, oh, women can come. oh, he was enjoying him and Molly. Oh. I think are probably still in touch. <laughs> I love that. I love that. No, my husband's very open. So it'd be fun to go. And, and I've never been to Fire Island. I have a girlfriend who actually read the book Fire Island and left her husband. And it, it, the book was such a turn on and made her realize that she wasn't happy in her marriage and she wanted to just go fuck random guys so she started going to fire island to the parties Great choice and, of place and, to be yeah, yeah telling you. and yeah. so i've never been and we're so when megan told me that you did this i'm like we're going this is she and i want to be there Come, we want to go we do, do a live it. show do we one of your podcasts right there during the show we would love that, be that. So that would be so much fun especially mm-hmm. for our listeners mm-hmm. you know and you guys have you guys i mean whatever you do mark i feel like you get a lot of buzz around a lot of things you do and you diego especially with this you guys got a lot of buzz from PETA and oh a lot of action <laughs> online from your that one scene that you did, Diego, with Caleb Stryker in the Everglades in your Everglades movie, who I know it won it won best movie, right? Didn't it win best porn movie? Yeah, what it won it win? Best, best? The best all sex movie at the Grabbies all last best, year. Yeah. Nice. That's amazing. Congratulations, you guys. Thanks. So nice. can, you, can you guys tell us a little bit about that experience when you got photobombed by the alligator? So wait, wait, so let's tell, like, if you can kind of give us a little bit more of the, the background story yeah. so our listeners know what we're talking about, that'd be great. Yes, so they had said there had never been a porn filmed in the Everglades because people have attempted it. No one was been able to, no one had been able to do it before. So of course, me and Diego, we love a challenge. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> I love a challenge. <laughs> there we go. And so I said, yeah. okay, let's go do it. Let's we, let's make this happen. So we went to make it happen, and then Diego, tell us how that went. <laughs> <laughs> no, it went well. It's just that outdoor shooting. It's, it, you know, like you're not in a controlled environment. You have a certain time to get out there, get the shot and get in. It's not comfortable. There are mosquitoes. It's sweat. It's just a lot. <laughs> but this time around, it was just we were filming in a pond with alligators. Mark found this. He's actually a, I don't even feel like we should be saying the Do guy's not name. I'll say the guy's <laughs> name. <laughs> but we found this the beautiful guy let home. you use his pond? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because the guy is pretty well known. Um, Shut and, up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Um, so what Diego's so, trying to say is <laughs> that we, we were at a were complete stranger's at, house. <laughs> didn't know the guy. And he I, just walked upon this pond. And the pond had a family of alligators, the, the dad, the mom, and there were like oh. a bunch of babies. So we thought, let's just film here in the back because I mean, like it's right next to the house. If we need anything, we can just, but then suddenly 
we see this eight foot. I don't know how how big this way bigger than fucking eight beast. Foot. I don't know. It's just like slowly creeping up on us. A dinosaur. And yeah. And I keep <laughs> thinking, I mean, like your mind goes a thousand miles at a time like this. And you're thinking, great. I am in like Jurassic Park. This thing is hunting me. And I told Mark, I was like, I think he's hunting us. Cause he's like, he's seeing us in his home and his babies are here. He's going to kill us. And we're like, oh my sweet baby Jesus. As you know, I'd have to say that was the. So wait, did the the, the alligator was, come at you guys? Attack you guys? No, I, mean, we just I stepped back and we it like slowly started walking through set. I yeah, think he amazing. was just horny, like with all the babies so that he had. That alligator say, was yeah. fucking a lot. They're like, yes, he just yeah. wanted some. So he's just a wanted view. a little. So, so wait, he wanted a better view. He was seeing Diego <laughs> fucking. He was like, okay, let's. He's like. Get me up on that action. You can't be up on that. So wait, you guys did know it was a planned situation. And then so what yeah, so Peter had kind of after it had come out, Peter had kind of made these claims that we were corralling alligators and <laughs> we were shining like bright lights on them and basically trying to move them like a zoo. I'm like, um I we didn't shoot with any lights. We we kept it very natural. We did not bring any lights outdoors. We were very right. conscious of our footsteps that we left. And we were just outside and the alligator came in. Of course, we edited it out. We weren't showing alligator during sex for, you know, those who are into bestiality. Sorry. <laughs> but PETA kind of just wanted some attention. So they right. made up these claims. Yeah, yeah, made up these crazy sure. claims that weren't true. Right. I thought it was pretty funny. One of their quotes was, no matter what humans are getting up to on set, wild animals should be left to their own private lives, never used as props or decorations. And they were so talking I, about Diego. I know. And, I, <laughs> <laughs> and he is quite the decoration. But, you know, I thought it was funny because one of the other things they said was bright lights. I'm like, have you ever been to Florida? Like, can you, you can't even walk outside without squinting your eyes. I mean, exactly. you're literally the brightest light under the sun ever like and we didn't use any light we used just reflectors and natural resources we didn't bring okay. any electronics outside well, it wasn't like we were riding was... the alligator or anything like yeah, that yeah, I, I was doing you know i mean like are they thinking that we have like people on set guiding the alligator like yeah and we need them we need, yeah exactly like and no i don't think anyone would want to again. lose a penis yeah <laughs> You want uh, to keep your body parts, right? You're just, oh, my God. That is too uh, funny. But you got a lot of buzz around it, so it's actually quite good. And, you know, it ended up winning at the the Grabbies, right? Grabbies? Yep. So that's Grabbies. amazing. I love that. What are you working on right now? You have a lot of projects going on right now, right? Well, I don't yes. you know what I'm working on, but I want to <laughs> right. ask you about the no shame. What is it? The no shame it thing was, that you're um, doing? A Murdered Heart. It's the, A Murdered Heart. You're talking about the movie he did, A Murdered Heart, and it's about conversion therapy. About the body, no shaming the body. Oh, oh the Everybody oh. series. Yeah, Everybody series, okay. Yeah, so we just wrapped on a, a series called Everybody. Um, and it just kind of is, it mirrors real life attractions that kind of run the gamut of body types, which porn can often overlook. So we have people who, we have a, a bodybuilder who's, you know, later in life, I believe he's in his fifties or sixties. We have a guy that it all happened because this model Calhoun Sawyer who has red hair when we were in the keys filming, he said that 
earlier in his life, he felt very outcast and ashamed of his red hair. Everyone made him feel very unattractive because he was a redhead. And as his sexuality evolved, he realized that's where his confidence came from because people love gingers and they, they sought them out. And so he kind of now feels so attractive by something that used to be an embarrassment for him. We have a model, a couple, a married couple who is a trans model, but they met as guys and they, they married as guys. And then she transitioned later in life. They got into a threesome relationship and she detransitioned because she felt that the dynamic was off and then, you know, you can't, you can't hide who you are. So she transitioned again to a woman and it just, it's all, it's every single body type, large, skinny, everybody. Uh, and it just kind of explores how your physical attraction can sometimes be tied to your physical appearance. Yeah. I, I love this. I, I can't wait to see it. Is it out for us to, to watch? Can people get it? Um, it will be, it will be next month. It will come out in June. Okay. Where, where can we find it? Nakedsword.com. Nakedsword.com. Now that is your company, correct? No, I'm, I'm a director for, that's a, that's a large studio, Falcon Naked Sword. And then um, they hire me and my company to produce content for them. A nice. director. So Nakedsword.com. He's a director. No, he's uh, the leading director of Naked Sword now. I love that. Naked sword. I love that. That's fun. I was looking at some of Mark's credits then, and you have won awards every year since 2012 for your work. It's pretty amazing to have that long of a run. You know, mm-hmm. everything you do is successful. That's, that's got to feel amazing. I, it's, it's very fortunate. And same with Diego. Diego wins every single year. He was he been able to you have to change before it's necessary to. So you constantly always have to evolve and real life sex has many different forms. Like there's hookup sex, there's relationship sex, there's like makeup fucking, one night stands. It, there's there's a lot of different forms of sex and you have to be able to kind of create porn that is very different in the ways that people will need it and consume adult content. So like you, you brought up a second ago, Murdered Heart, which is about conversion therapy. Most people would you know, shut the door on that and think you can't make a porn about conversion therapy. It's not a sexy topic. And it's true. It's not a sexy topic, but it is about sexuality and about these boys who have been told their, their feelings and their sexuality is wrong all their life. What happens when those boys are free and their sexuality experiences freedom and something that they've imagined and dreamed of their whole life, touching another man is showcased. So it's things like that, that I feel that you become successful at if you aren't afraid of uncomfortable conversations or you aren't afraid of stepping out of the box of, of cookie cutter porn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, so these are, these are not series. These are movies that give us information. Uh, do they go in? Is it, is it sex as well? It's yeah, no, there's, these? there's full sex scenes and, and all of it, it's kind of tied to who the characters are and it's kind of thrown throughout uh, the whole story arc. I love this. Yay. Content. I, I can't wait to watch you guys. Well, I'm really excited, you know, that you guys took the time to be on with us and share your world. And you guys are dating now. Are you guys? Are you guys just friends? Yeah. Just friends. That was a very resentful no. That was, <laughs> no. No. She didn't the question yet. No, not at all. <laughs> I think it's amazing you want to break how that you other guys collarbone? Can... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's really funny. Did you break your collarbone? I did. I just had surgery. Oh, no. Yesterday. Yesterday. Oh my goodness. During a sex scene or? 
<laughs> Absolutely. I was missing. I went too far in. <laughs> oh my God. When you're pulling out, the guy squeezed his out. Yeah, and it like, no, yeah, I, I get it. fell off of those electric scooters, the lime bird, and all those things Ooh. in Austin. <laughs> There's a pothole. I didn't see it. The scooter state, I went. Oh, and, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that you're okay, though. I'm glad that you're on, on your way to recovery. Thank God. Like, so you can't yeah, act right now. More. You have to wait or. Are you well, my dick do? is not broken, just my collarbone. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily. We need you back I'm on sure the ropes, can, Diego. I'm sure Mark can write something around that, you know? Well, actually, <laughs> I was, you know, I work with Flesh Jack, and I was actually talking to Daniel. He's the marketing manager and with them for the gay side. And we were even chatting, like, oh, so you're going to be out of work for a while. Maybe I should send some toys over. Because, I mean, like, uh, to many, like, maybe even, like, people that, can't are like disabled not disabled handicapped yeah. they aren't able to like sometimes jerk themselves off and he was saying it's like you should do like um i have the name of it which will which will be a series <laughs> case study <laughs> the the use <laughs> of sex toys <laughs> and i, I think it was just like oh. kicking in it's okay yeah, so I was like, yeah, a little. Uh, but I thought of like, you know, doing a little bit of a case study on like how sex toys can, because we often like feel very held back of um, opening up to friends and just like talking about how like sex toys can sometimes bring more pleasure into, uh, you know, like, you know, like you hide your crusty dildo because we're like trying to hide that because we don't feel like uh, this is a big no, no, we can't show this, you know. And I feel that the more we show like, no, it's super natural. It's super normal. And actually some like couples can even have fun implementing a toy into their sex life. And I thought like, well, you know, this might be a great chance for me to, you know, like bring a little bit more light into the uh, sex toy world, which I think can be very helpful for people that are, you know, like suffer from uh, enabled. Is it? Right. Enabled. Is that what it means? Well, let me, I have a, well, he passed away, but my best friend was three feet tall. And he was, we met and it's really a funny story. I'll just tell you quickly. We met, I was like, oh my God, we have to be friends. He stayed the night at my house and we were partying a little bit. And I was like, and then he was like, I want to go down on you. I'm like, okay. And then he looks, he's like down in my pussy. And then he looks up at me and goes, I'm gay. And I go, I'm gay. And then, uh, everybody wants to go down on you. Well, these days. Um, so I so I got, you know, we've been we were friends for years and we traveled a lot together, but he was three feet tall and his arms, he was so good looking, by the way, but in a beautiful cock. I mean huge, beautiful cock. So I jacked him off a lot and I had to hire men to fuck him, suck him, you know. And so this is, you know, one time he got my vibrator, we were in Mexico City and he put it up his ass and I had to like figure out how to get it out of his ass. It was shaped like a tongue. So these are, you know, toys. This is a really good, this is a really good thing that you're doing to really learn, like, you know, giving advice and information to people yeah. that can't fuck themselves. And, you know, even like the, I got introduced to a lot of little people, like women, you know, it's like, you know, making sure that the dildos are like suction cups where the girls can fuck themselves. And, you know, just really, this could be your next invention mark and diego you guys can create these toys that are that can be used you know for people that you know make him how would i say it like because all everything that's out there now is it for everyone obviously and i still don't yeah. see how a three-foot person can hold a big cock and a, you know put 
put it in their ass. So try to come up with ways for everyone. And I feel like even if we just like put more light into things and we show that it's like, it's not weird, just look. Because I mean, like what Mm. tickles my belly might not tickle yours. And but and you're like, I think it's all a, a case of like respecting one another and seeing like, you know, it's natural. It's sex. What's natural to me might not be natural to you. But I mean, I think sex is just a little game that you play as grown ups, and everyone has like uh, their own preference. I do think that like toys sometimes will even help. You know, like we're on this new era of men becoming more comfortable with themselves. I had a friend of mine does a YouTube channel in Brazil and he's trying to find a gay for pay guy to interview and believe it or not I mean like gay for pay five years ago you could usually like pick and choose today it's like I'm pan I'm bi I'm like everyone's just becoming more comfortable with their sexuality and with themselves and I feel like sometimes we're we find a lot of like the that top Get it, like that it. top guy is no to like the, the guys that are usually like ah oh, I'm all I'm only top but it's just like I don't want anything up my butt. Is that macho? Like, is yeah, that yeah, macho yeah you know like you sometimes can you know like you know you can find more pleasure you can use even a dildo and you might find your next best thing you know like the thing that's just gonna like wow I didn't know what I was missing you know it's almost like that one cuisine that you've never tried because it looks weird and then you finally do and you're thinking like holy shit i could eat this every day um <laughs> not saying you know like maybe that's what it is the guy it's needs like a dildo so he can stick every day right. but you know like step by step <laughs> yeah you're yeah. making me want to go to the store i'm gonna take a little trip after this to find some new toys some clean ones that aren't crusty <laughs> well let's crust them myself <laughs> That's, that's right. I love it. Up. <laughs> well, you guys, I appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you so much. I'm I'm excited to share your information with our listeners and just really, I would love to get more involved with these things that you guys are doing with, um, you know, like the no shame and I, I just hearing more about your stories that you're telling through sex. Um, a big thing of mine is that I work on is no shame. I'm certified energy healer, Reiki, uh, certified in compassion, certified in psychic work and all these things. And I I do this research so I can be more open about who I am sexually. And I think that sex is power. And so spreading, yeah, spreading, you know, when you, once you let go of shame from sex, you can, you're, it's, it's a great fucking thing. So fucking powerful. Sex is your creativity, you know, without sex, you lose, you don't, you lose all of that stuff. So I really encourage people, touch yourself, have fun, like try everything one time. And if you don't like it, don't do it again. But I'm yeah. really all about being open and I, I'm, I've learned a lot more about you guys, having you guys on the show and I like what you guys are going for. And I, I, I appreciate you guys and let's keep up the good work and keep, you know, keep fucking and sucking. <laughs> good hustle, kids. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and at amazing locations too. So yeah, I'm yeah. excited to see all that you're doing. And, and Mark has a new podcast coming out too. Yeah, it's right? launching. It it's coming out Memorial Day week, Potographic. Uh, with Sister Roma is our new podcast. Oh, Can exciting. you spell that, Mark? P-O-D? Is it P-O-D-O graphic, like pornographic, but podographic. It. Oh, it's so Ooh. catchy. It's so cool. I love it. That's great. All right. And Diego, do you have anything that you want to tell our listeners or where to find you or what's going on with you? They can find me on Instagram. They can find me on Twitter. There's not much going on with me for the next couple of months. I'm actually just going to heal up a little bit my arm and then I'll be traveling back home to my country, to Brazil, to do physical therapy and just rest up there. Um, I should be back here sometime in, oh, not really. I'm kind of like, 
we, the whole country is just losing it now. They just lost um, what to us would be like if Oprah would have died of COVID. Mm -hmm. Our most dear and beloved actor who just passed away yesterday, gay mm -hmm. guy with two kids, beautiful kids. And it's just like the most heartbreaking thing right now that country's from going COVID. through. Yeah. COVID? yeah. From oh, COVID. Shit. I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah. It's just like, like so sad. hear that. And then yeah. a strong left turn. Follow him on OnlyFans.com slash Diego Sands for any consolation. The Diego Sands. The Diego Sands. Someone took Diego Sands. I'm like, who's the son of a bitch? Several people have taken Diego Sands. Yeah. Got to get your identity back there then. I know there's a few of you on Instagram. I had to find like the legit one. I was like, who are these these wannabes out here? These wannabes. There's only one Diego Sands. Hey, publicity right. <laughs> is still publicity. Let them out. Right? For sure. <laughs> as long definitely. as the links are there, we're good. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, you two are just so much fun and obviously so great to look at, too. So I'm sure you guys have all the success, success coming your way. So I'm excited. Thank you so much. Thank and congratulations on your podcast. Thank you. Thank you. It's fun having Megan on. We, we searched and searched. On your face. And on my face. <laughs> yes. And yes. I had to dig deep. So I've heard. <laughs> I love it. We have to have yeah. you back on. This is so much fun. I love you guys. It's so great. Love you. All right, guys. If you need anything right. from us, let us know and we will chat soon. I'll be in New York, Mark. Okay. I'm going to hit you up. Do it. Yeah, do I'm it, coming please. too. I'm coming for the party. Come. I need some lessons too. Here I'm coming go. for Puff Daddy's birthday party on the 4th of June. Let's do it. Oh, I'm going. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Let's mm -hmm. all go together. Report. All right, guys. <laughs> all right. Thanks so much. Thank See you guys you. soon. Thank Bye, you. Bye. Bye, Mark. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and thank you to my co-host Megan Kane and our guest Mark McNamara and Diego Sands. Bodacious Minds is a production of Electrocast Media. Our executive producers are Mark Netter and Peter Rafelson. Our editor is Kyle McCarthy. I'm your host and producer Yvette Lopez. If you liked our show, please subscribe and give us a rating wherever you enjoy podcasts. And always remember, be smart, be sexy, own it. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric Acid. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, that's my name is Prince Daniels Jr. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid.